You're listening to My Work in Progress. I'm Heidi Vega, and on today's episode, we are talking about how to make the most of your self-awareness. Last week, if you guys remember, we talked about knowing yourself, getting to know yourself, starting that journey, um, becoming more self-aware. And honestly, that won't do anything for you if you don't put it into practice and really uh, make the most of it. So this is going to help you guys find ways to take advantage of that. Um, And then from there on, I let the reins go and then you guys can explore that topic if you guys want to further. There's a bunch of so many resources, guys, online about how to go about that, how to use self-assessments, how to to progress whether it's in your career or in just your personal life um and i hope you guys really enjoy this episode but before we get into it i really want to invite you guys to subscribe to this podcast of course if you haven't already and review it on itunes or google play or wherever you're listening from go ahead and review this podcast it means the world to me and follow me on instagram at it's me heidi v that's where i keep you guys updated on the podcast it's a little bit about my personal life a lot of bit about my personal life actually <laughs> and it's also about the podcast too i think that i mesh the two because I mean, this is personal, I think, in a lot of ways. Uh, The women I get to talk with, the experience I have, I try to channel as much of the positives that I've that I've received, even some of the negatives and just the lessons learned into this podcast. So it all kind of uh, correlates for me. Um, And yeah, I'm going to stop rambling and let's get into this episode. First off, I just want to say I hope last week laid some groundwork for you in self-assessment and self-awareness. If you already had self-awareness, which I think all of us have a little bit of self-awareness if we've lived this long um, and have some understanding of who we are, but I hope it intrigued you to go even a little bit deeper, search a little bit more into yourself. I know we get caught up on you know, getting things done and just go, go, go. And it's nice to take a moment to self-assess because we think that it's not a very important thing to do, but we'll find that we fail in reaching our goals because we didn't have enough self-awareness and we didn't have a good plan worked out because we weren't taking consideration who we are. And that's the whole idea of today and what I'm talking about is you know, what's the point if we can't look ahead and make long-term or short-term goals? And this means that we have to work with who we are. It's kind of the same way that we are put into groups when we're younger, uh, you know, group projects, or even when you're dealing with like a team sport or anything like that you have to play to your strengths and understand your weaknesses in order to make the whole function uh the whole thing function and work properly and work efficiently and the same thing goes with yourself you have to understand your own strengths and your own weaknesses so that you can have this consciousness of okay this is where i tend to fall by the wayside when i'm trying to achieve this goal and that gives you a better perspective to not fail the next time around if you keep ignoring that and just say well i just didn't have the willpower and oh, oh i'll just 
try harder next time, harder next time, or I'll, I'll just won't give up next time. You have to be a little bit more understanding of that you are a complex human being with a lot of different needs that you haven't even verbalized ever in your life before, probably because it's coming from something in your past um, or it's something that you're just not comfortable with about yourself, whatever it may be. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm just saying as a personal <laughs> note, I know that I've been in that space before and I don't doubt that other people have too. You can't deny who you are and think that you're going to build trust and build habits that way. You have to be understanding of who you are, work with who you are, and build trust as you practice um, working with who you are because that's really a great way, the best way to build trust with yourself is working with who you are because it's having an understanding of yourself and knowing what will work and what won't. And that obviously sometimes is going to fail. Like there's times where you're sure that you can do something because you are sure in yourself, you trust yourself and you fail. But the ability to fail in and of itself and then get back up is also building trust for you. So uh, a lot of people talk about um, trusting the process. And I think that's something similar in the fact that the process, meaning your ability to be patient, your ability to to have some ingenuity, to be resilient, is required to make uh, the changes you're probably not comfortable or familiar with going into untreaded territory. Often every new day is bringing new experiences, things you've never, situations you've never been in. And adding to that, you're trying to achieve a goal that you've never been at before, do something that maybe you have done before, but every day you're growing, every day is a different day. So it's not always the same. Um, if in the past you did it, you're thinking I can do it again. Well, it's a new day, you're in a new setup, you're, you're in a new mindset. So Sometimes the things uh, you have to be able to trust that you have that patience to try and fail and try again. And I think that in many ways, having some self-awareness will allow you to know, okay, well, I know I'm pretty impatient to begin with. So how do I practice this patience? How do I make sure that I have this ingenuity, the ability to look at something and see it from all sides and all perspectives? Does that mean I have to take my time with it? Does that mean that I have to just go into it and not think too much because I will, um, you know, psych myself out? Those are just examples of knowing yourself and knowing what approach to take. Um, and, you know, the result of, of doing things that you are not comfortable and familiar with is always very impactful in reaching those goals, you know, they'll have an impact. It's not that you know that they'll give you the happiness you want, or that they will forever make your life all the better. There's certain goals that I think I have even reached that don't provide me with the happiness that I expected. And I think it's because often we put all our happiness into having one thing or the other and reaching a certain goal. And we find that the moral of the story in all of those cases is that it's better to hope for some impact in your life that's positive than complete happiness or complete, you know, peace or whatever it is that you're looking from at the end of 
the completion of a goal. Now, keeping in perspective who you are, I think that the best way to do this, to keep perspective of who you are and how to plan around that, is to really take take all of what you know about yourself and integrate that into your plans for the future. So for example, if you know you are somebody who doesn't uh, take well to criticism and you know that you're working on a project that's going to be criticized and needs to be criticized in order for you to produce your best result, I you have to plan around that and make um, practice those certain things. So one of the one of the things that always gets me is that I think we all have this like fantasy that we can build, build, build on all our weaknesses and and somehow make them into strengths and be strong strong all across the board. It's just not going to happen. You are not going to be the best at everything. You are going to have your weak points, your ticks, and those things are not something that you manifested later in life it's something you had since you were a kid and it's not something you you can quickly just heal from and get over and with everything else going on in life it's not going to be your single most important goal which is is fine because it's not good to dwell too far into the past and stay in the in the past um it's about being able to work with it i think that's <laughs> i think that's what makes people so interesting uh, to talk to and success stories, most of all, interesting to listen to because most often those people aren't p- perfect by the end of their success story. They aren't then all of a sudden, um, you know, they still have their flaws, they still have their tics, and it's not that that makes uh, them better. It doesn't make them it's not what made them succeed it's their ability to get over it enough to say okay I understand I have this problem how do I work around that how do I still make this work how do I still succeed regardless of those things because it's not despite them but in regardless of them it's it's because of them that you are allowed to make these um build this trust within yourself because if you didn't have any challenges or anything to overcome, um, it, it would get really boring and it <laughs> would uh, not allow you to build that trust because you kind of have to have like a little bit of a rut or a little bit of ups and downs, a little bit of failure in order to really revel in the success. And I think I mentioned that last episode that it's it's necessary. So when you look at your weaknesses, uh, you should see them as just obstacles to overcome to make you a better person and build that trust so you can ever overcome even bigger obstacles in the future. And you know that you can. I think that's one of the biggest things is you know who you are. That's great. But you know what you are capable of. You know what you can do. And you know that that you can overcome this. It gives you the ability to then say, well, then I can overcome that. It just makes the goal or it makes the dream that much bigger every single time. Um, I had the trouble of not knowing who I was. So I kept making goals. I kept setting, you know, dreams and, and aspirations that didn't fit me. 
It didn't fit who I was. It didn't make sense for who I am, my situation, my emotional well, my emotional well being was at risk, and I knew that um, there was a ton of issues with the goals that I was setting because I was, it's like I was setting it for some third party person who I have no knowledge of, and I think we often do that. We say, well, I want to do this and I want to do that. Like it sounds good, but you're not taking into consideration who you are. So. That being said, I found that out after many, many times of failing and failing and failing and um, approaching it the same way every single time and failing nevertheless. And why I was expecting a different result, I was probably insane. But (laughs) I kept going after these goals and aspirations that didn't align with who I was and after a while, you really start to lose trust in yourself because it tells you it's a reminder every single time to yourself, hey, you're failing and you're going to fail next time and next time. And then suddenly it's not even the way that you go about it. It's the fact that you're just going after it after a goal, period, that makes you say, no, you're not going to achieve it because you didn't achieve X goal or Y goal, or Z goal, like you didn't achieve any of them. So why would you achieve this one? And you get into this really ugly mindset if you allow yourself to not um, go, if you don't, you know, self-assess and learn who you are and that it'll really backfire on you if you keep going after goals that don't align with who you are and what you want for your life. Uh, and that keeping in mind of of who you are it's it's a strange thing to say because um obviously who we are is always changing and we can make that change of who we are and change habits so that we react differently and are different and move differently but at the end of the day we still have to have some recognition that we are human beings and that we are uh, creatures of habit so when we have habits to begin with already that we're either trying to break or create new ones it's difficult to do that just off top without having any kind of consideration for who you are beforehand and obviously as you go through that process I think that's why um, like those kind of situations where you start uh, at A and move to B is kind of an up down up down up down battle and it's not a straight shot up is because you're going through um a little mini (laughs) fights with yourself on like do we really want this do we really want this and the the whole process is building you up to a moment where you are reconfirming or re uh, assessing and building who you are now and though that whole part of that of that success is the the success itself it's so necessary because it'll take you to a new level and if you don't take that into consideration then you're thinking well once I get up there that's when I'll be different no you're literally making yourself different every single day every single minute that you are rewiring your brain to want something different but you have to have the consideration in the beginning to say this is who I want to be this is who I am now this is the result I want or this is what I think I want and this is uh you know what I think I need to do to 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 go to that level then 
going through and saying, okay, these are my strengths and these are my weaknesses. I know when I'm trying to go after this goal, these are the things that are probably going to come up. These are the situations that trigger me. And from then on planning for, okay, well, I know this triggers me, so how can I react to that? And that takes time to be able to know even what triggers you because sometimes we think we know and then life hits us with something completely that we've never been um, that we're never ready for. And it's, that's part of life. So that's okay. But you have to have some kind of, uh, ability to step outside of the situation and, and look at it from a clear perspective and not be completely enwrapped in whatever is happening emotionally. Um, that being said, I want to, I wanted to point out <laughs> that um, if you ever think about someone who has uh, people skills, right, if you've ever met someone with like crazy people skills or really like make you feel good and they're super charismatic or whatever, you, you find somebody with people skills and they don't even have to be like crazy charismatic because I've, I've met people who are charismatic and I don't think they're necessarily uh, they don't have people skills. They're just like charismatic, eccentric kind of people. I'm talking about people who really like uh, somehow bring out the best in you and make you feel great about yourself. And um, they just have this ability to have a hold a conversation without being the center of the tension themselves. If you've ever met somebody like that, Think about when you meet them initially and have those feelings about, oh, wow, this is like a great conversation. You don't recognize that till the aftermath of thinking about it. So in the moment, no one's thinking, whoa, this person has great people skills. You're so enveloped in that moment of having a great conversation that it's not until afterwards that you think, wow, this person has great people skills. Now thinking back, they were talking to this person uh, for a long time and they reacted this way. You don't really see that until you step outside and and uh, move past that moment. So likewise, your own skills and ability to um, uh, not just people skills, but skills in general, your strengths are sometimes not uh, the most obvious when you're in them because you're the one experiencing them. So it's going to take some aftermath you're going to have to wait you have a waiting period of stepping back from whatever a situation is and seeing yourself in a different light or seeing yourself interacting with other people and it's not good to get caught up in how you are um, approaching people or how you're being perceived because that was one of the things that I said in the first, the very first episode of this series, which was you get so caught up in yourself and how you are and you're like in your own little world that you start thinking, oh, they're thinking this of me. They're thinking that. And you're really trying to gauge how people are receiving you before you and and it's coming from a more self-conscious um, place than an actual uh place of like trying to understand yourself if that makes sense so you're not actually having any progress in that moment of getting to know yourself better or the other person better you're just stuck in your in what you think the other person thinks which is never helpful unless you are coming from a perspective of you're reading their body language and you're actually doing something with uh some some form 
of, I guess, psychology behind it, of understanding of how people react, the little uh, body language cues and all of those things. If you're not coming from that kind of perspective, you're honestly just going to be driving yourself crazy. And um, I kind of went on a ramble with that. But my point in it was just to say, it's okay to take a step back. This isn't going to get done in one day. This is a something that's going to take trial and error. It's going to take being in moments, seeing how you react, and then on the aftermath, being able to analyze and assess your 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 role in it. And that's why I offered last week the idea of getting to know yourself. One of the ways would be to look at your five most recent emotional uh, moments, like super high emotion, whether it's sadness, you're mad, you're angry, you're happy, joyful, whatever, and just analyze those moments. What was going on? Why did you react the way you did? Um, What really set you off? What was the moment that took it to that next level? Um, How was the coming down from it? Did you find that you were less emotionally or less logical in those really high emotions? those kind of things are necessary. And I I would suggest that you continue to do that because they will give you a better understanding of being able to plan for the future, short-term and long-term goals, especially because you're we're social creatures. You're going to have to interact with other people. So having being able to navigate through those uh, emotions that involve other people is important, as well as just the emotions you have with yourself. It could have been just a personal moment that made you really angry, something you did uh, that made you very disappointed and sent you in a spiral downwards. One thing that I have to mention is I think that movement, the progress can go downwards as well as upwards. (laughs) I know this is my work in progress and um, progress can go down. It can progress in a downward spiral. And it's funny how momentum works where you start doing good and you start doing better and better and better and it'll go faster and faster upwards. Or it can do the same exact thing going downwards. So you have to be able to catch yourself as soon as you fall off the momentum going upwards, going towards uh, a positive progress. And that's the whole idea behind being able to trust yourself to still go up knowing that good and well, that gravity is going to uh, pull you down at some point or another. And... um. So take what you know about yourself, aware, have some self-awareness, take what you know about who you are and how you work in different situations and put all of that understanding into more of a concrete, um, put it into more of a, a reasonable <laughs> and uh, logical place when it comes to preparing for the future, uh, dealing with with present situations. If you know you get really emotional because when this person talks to you because you have bad blood between you guys or you, whatever it may be, have that understanding so that you can be like, okay, I'm just not going to talk to this person. Or, you know, logically, uh, I know that I'm going to be altered in talking to them and um 
and I'm going to alter the way that they talk to me, what they say to me, because I'm just focused on how much I don't like this person. So maybe I should um, approach this differently, write them a letter instead of calling, whatever it is, you know, but I'm, uh, these are just examples that I'm throwing out for you to understand how you would put this into practice as far as using your self-awareness to navigate through your life and navigate through goals, uh, most importantly, in your future because if what's the point if you can't plan for the future what's the point if it can't help you plan for the future because in those plans you're planting a seed you're beginning it's the beginnings of something new and if you are doing things the same and literally thinking about everything the same way and then therefore moving the same way nothing's going to change if you want different, you have to think different, you have to move different, you have to have a completely different mindset in the way you're approaching something, especially if you've gone after it before with that same mindset. You have to know that something's got to change more than just what you uh, tell yourself or write down on your dream wall or whatever it is. It's more than that. It takes a, a lot of energy to change the way you're thinking about something. And that requires that self-assessment, self-awareness of who you are now and who you are, want to be and how you can use the, the two ideas, the two of those people, the people, who, the person you want to be and who you are now, how you can use both those people those strengths and weaknesses. I know I want to be this person because I have this, this, this. And I know I'm this person now because I don't do this or this or this. Use that information because we often just say, oh, I'm going to go after this goal. This is my new goal. Put it down on my journal and there it is. And we don't actually think about it more logically and take the time to know that this is more than just a small venture. Of course, if it's a small goal, something you think you're very much capable of, I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about the goals that really have been difficult for you to achieve or something that you've never done before that uh, gives you some kind of anxiety about achieving it. I'm talking about the difficulties in life or not even just goals, but just experiences in your life that you know are difficult to go through um, and how to just kind of overcome them by having that self-awareness. So I'm going to stop rambling. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. <laughs> I um, I wanted to provide you guys with some more concrete um, how-tos in the last episode. So I did add those five how to get to know yourself better. I added that last minute. And uh, so if you guys haven't already, I would check that out. Uh, if you listened to the last episode and, and didn't catch it, I published the episode and then added it in. So um, there was like, I think 20 of you who didn't get to listen to it because uh, I added it in a little late. Like I said, some life has been throwing <laughs> some curveballs at me and I've I've been trying to do some self-assessment myself and become more self-aware of who I am to in order to not fall into the traps of the the habits that I've that I've created and have been getting caught up in. So, uh yeah. But thank you guys so much for listening. Let me know what you guys think. You know, you guys can always reach out to me on Instagram or on my email. I'm pretty sure I still have it in the description of this uh podcast. So 
Oh, and if you haven't, go ahead and review this podcast, guys. I really appreciate it. I know I said it in the beginning, and I'm going to say it again, because now is the time. (laughs) The episode's over, and uh, yeah, go ahead and leave me a review from wherever you listen from, or on iTunes, Google Play. I think they have a few other uh, podcast platforms that let you review, so go ahead and do that now, and Don't forget to unapologetically be a work in progress.